so hard. You waited three seconds. I thought we were going to wait it five said seconds. five. It said five. I said three. We just uh, had to wait. We didn't have five to wait. seconds. Well, yeah, that was the hardest thing I had to do all day was not talk for five seconds when I yeah. wanted to. <laughs> David, do you know that comparison is the thief of joy? Yeah. You had to go hang out with your beer friends. First of all, go check out Brewery Travels. Yep. It's on Spotify. That's where I listen to it at. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. You guys sounded like you knew what you were talking about. I can't confirm or not that yeah. it's true. But. I just made stuff up. It was interesting. Yeah. But don't. I actually prep a little bit. Get, don't get it twisted. This is the Beers and Beards podcast. The Beers and Beards podcast. Yes. And I'm Gary. That's David. New week, episode 94 in your ears right now. Could be that you're listening to this on April Fool's Day. Of 2023. Because we've been getting, Gary, so many people going back and listening. This is to odd to me. This is super yeah. odd to me. We break down the fourth wall on this podcast all the time. Tell you how the, the sausage is made. What? I, listen, for those that are just getting started in a podcast or interested in like what it. So what I found in both of my podcasts, and you could probably test this in your multiple podcasts. The more of a library you have, the more that generates listens every week. Mm-hmm. And like the higher number that you're on, like. Ah, uh, this episode four of this show, whatever. I'll when they let, call me back when they get to like sixty three, then I'll start. I'll start listening. And what? And so what? David's referring to is our growth has been huge chunks over the last five weeks. Like, not one or two, but like in the double and now triple digits, which for a small independent podcast is pretty substantial for us. Yeah. And but what it is, it's not that all those new listens are going right to our latest episode. No, you would think so, but they're going to episode four, episode 22, episode right. 56. It's so odd. So we've been doing some things that have helped that, but then it's mostly, I th- some of it's organic, but I think some of it's people find making it easier for people to find us. So if you're listening, when they're if you make making it, it easier far, to find us when they're not looking for us, let's right. be clear with that. When we they're not looking for us, it's like, <laughs> wait, what's this? As uh, was was it Stokes? Who said? Who was it that said the thing about? I didn't realize. I thought you guys were bad, and you are bad, but the other podcast was worse. Yeah, no, that was that was Rigdon. Rigdon, yeah, Our as Rigdon would say. So. There's a place in Georgetown called Bourbon 30. And me and Rigdon have been talking about going there. You can. What is it? It's a bourbon bar. Okay. And what they have, I want to say 100, over 100 barrels. They have 30 bourbons. Uh, No, I think that's a time reference. To what? Like, like, you know, bourbon. Oh, like 530? Yeah, it's time for a bourbon. Bourbon 30. Okay. So, but you can sample all these and then you can pour your own bottle, make your own label, whatever. Out it's of a what distillery? No. Uh-huh. So from what I can get, I didn't go. He went 
um, and get and do like a small tasting. There's like a you know you can taste like five or I don't know seven something like that. I want to go there. Yeah, so and I think we should because you like you get to your own custom bottle. And what I found out is this is all sourced bourbon. This is from like you know just bourbon. It's not like oh they've got a they've got a barrel of Weller. You know, whatever it's it's all source. There's there are no name bourbons, but apparently this is the kicker. This is what got me. They're all like 115 proof and above. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, you create so you blend you blend your own bottles. Yeah. Like I you feel like that would be that could go re- really ro- really wrong. <laughs> so and it's like they, a- if you make if you're like about to make a a gross one, are they like a hey, Come over here. I doubt it. I'd say they just. <laughs> but really, how could you make a gross one? Like, I don't know. It sounds awesome. So it's like $170 for the 100, like, literally, uh, it's at least 20 different ones you can taste. Then you get to make your own bottle. They put the wax on it, a la Maker's Mark, and create your own label while you're there. So I thought maybe for our 100th, we go out there and we get us a a uh, custom bottle for the podcast and just put it up. Yeah. Maybe raffle it off for charity. That sounds awesome. And but speaking of charity, my gracious co-host donated to my daughter's school trip. Mm-hmm. Some, have you seen these things? Like I, we've done, we've the done these before. Like why'd yeah, she do yeah. it in April? There's only 30 days. Because, because, like, get, because they wait till because like, they're going in May, so it's like they wait till last like, minute. Hey, we'll do March. Yeah, God, we're gonna do it in February. <laughs> so, like, you donate, like you pick a day, like David picked the twenty seventh. So it's twenty seven dollars. Do you know but why I picked that day? In lieu of that, I offered David the opportunity to chaperone at, at, because he lives right there. They're going to Kings Island. We've I'm talked. We, we if you go to the last episode, we just talked about the beast. It's their what sixtieth anniversary. So much fun, and 50, I thought fiftieth. I looked it up. It's fiftieth anniversary. But how much fun could we like? I've got a GoPro. Strap it on David's hat. Put it on me. Let him walk around <laughs> with you know the middle school kids. That would be so much content. But I feel like a clean shaven David McKinney dressed down fit right in with middle schoolers. Yeah. As I'm, as I'm, are you allowed to drink as a chaperone? So that made me reconsider the chaperone part that maybe you just showed up or maybe we both just show up while they're there that day. Cause it's not like they're renting out the whole park to Mm -hmm. themselves. You know, it's just a small middle school trip, but, and then we feel that sounds creepy. I don't want to say film one from afar, but (laughs) yeah, let's, uh, let's hide behind a bush. (laughs) Uh, But, like, we take Charlie, we go on the beast or something like that, get her reaction. Man, Charlie is, she's, like, on her way to being a stand-up comedian. She's so funny. Don't encourage her, David. I think that she needs her own podcast, the Charlie Hour. So, we did, Charlie and I used to do, like, five, ten-minute podcasts. Yeah. When she was in kindergarten. And so. Do you make her listen to them? I made her listen to one the other day. Where she sings at the end. Aww. And she sang some Miranda Lambert song <laughs> that she probably had no business listening to in the first place. 
I'm a redneck woman. That's not Miranda <laughs> so, Lambert, though. <laughs> no, that's Gretchen Wilson. Uh, there's so many good, like, I've only, I mean, I've met Charlie probably a dozen times, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there's so many, I know so many good stories about her. And you said on, for her birthday, that's coming up, right? She gets to be on, on my podcast. other podcast. Yeah. Close enough. So I want to maybe call in, have a story <laughs> that I know about Charlie. Or ask her, listen, I get, being the father of a, of a teenage girl is difficult in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like it presents itself with many challenges. The social aspect of her life, the changes of just being a girl going through puberty, it's all literally too much. But mix that in with my fucking clone. She's like, she's me, bro. The way she talks, like she cusses around me and stuff. I'm like, you you can't talk like that. Did she start dipping yet? No. Oh. I'm about to quit dipping, though. That's about six months away. As soon as with you the, quit, she's going to start. With the, She can't afford to. <laughs> she, <laughs> listen, she... Get them chores. Well, all this money she's making from this fundraiser. <laughs> well, she's going to pocket it? Yeah. So, with this fundraiser, the we're going to randomly pick it one of the days, and that whoever picked that day gets to, like... She either has to bake them a cake, which she's pretty good at a cake, or... Yeah. Like come out of a box or, or from scratch. She's done both. Well, if I went, I want it from scratch. Okay. Do I get to pick the kind of cake? Sure. All right. I want a king cake. I don't know what that is. It's like for Mardi Gras. Oh. <laughs> is it Mardi Gras right now, or it's already no? Over? It's pet. It's yeah. Uh, we are currently in the Lenten season. I think. Would you give up for Lent? Sobriety. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to be sober for... There's a guy in Cincinnati. I don't know, have you seen this story? It made like the big rounds a few years ago. Um, he only drinks beer during Lent. Doesn't eat any food. He goes on like a beer, I guess, fast. I, like I maybe saw that guy on TikTok. I'm not sure. Yeah, his name's Del Hall. He, and then he, now he does it every year. And he's like, I don't have to you know, diet or exercise any of the rest of the year. I just get my six weeks only drinking beer and then I'm good the rest of the year. He doesn't drink beer the rest of the year? No, he does drink beer, but he doesn't have to diet or anything because he's like, I mean, you can, uh, you could like, and like you could consume high like calorie beer, 2000 calories of beer easily in a day. But that's like the standard American diets, 2000 calories. Right. But the problem is when you're drinking two, eating 2000 calories and drinking, Another two thousand on top of that. But when I when I drink beer, I have to have something to like munch on, like pretzels or chips or yeah. chicken wing or really literally any food. Like I can't Gummy bears. Beer, whatever. Like <laughs> but I don't drink beer that often. Almost so uh I was at the liquor store checking things out and I already got a couple, so I wasn't like pressed. I was just seeing what they had. Because tonight, David, I'm drinking a gift from you. I don't even know what it is. 18th Street, 110 proof. Oh, yeah. So Good distillery. Uh, is that in Indiana? I forgot I gave that to you. Yes, it's in like uh, like the outskirts of Chicago. Yeah. Um, but they had, and I, this was an amazing idea. I don't know if we've talked about it. They had Bang Energy Drink Seltzers. 
The all the hard seltzers. Yes. Yeah, I just saw those in the store, like recently, and it's like no caf. They like very specifically call out no caffeine. Then they can't be a bang. Like, don't tease me like that. <laughs> but I was like, like, I ain't going to pay 20 bucks and, and drink one of these. Like, can I just buy one? <laughs> Were they $20? It was like $18.99 for a 12. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cheaper than the regular <laughs> Bang Energies. Yeah. Like, Dude, I got on a Bang Kick when they first came out. Dude, I was sucking those things down. I, I can't drink those. I don't I'll like be the honest. beta alanine. Dude, that's my favorite. Have you ever taken beta alanine at just as like a powdered supplement? Yes, I have. Listen, that is amazing. <laughs> you feel like you're like uh your skin's crawling, you're scratching yeah. yourself like a crackhead, baby. It's like uh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> when I go to the gym, right? You want to feel like a crackhead? I want the highest stem po- I bought some shit online. I know stem- you were yeah. Statute of Regulations is. But <laughs> on the can it said Warning, you will test positive for methamphetamine. Not for human consumption. <laughs> no, it said you will not. It's like whatever the chemical out, whatever it was. Whatever is in it, methamphetamine? And it turned out, yeah, it was like a similar compound to meth. Hmm. And you couldn't buy it in the United States. Anyway, that was old me. Uh, <laughs> we're working on my blood pressure right now. But I I took it and it didn't do anything. Like there's a certain few like high stem pre-workouts that really do the job yeah. and they are all chock full of beta like the Three, recommended four. dose is like 2.5 listen give me something about seven in it and i'm ready to go because you get the like i don't know it the is weird because, is sometimes you have yeah. dumping syndrome where you have to go just immediately shat isn't beta alanine is is one of the b i forget which one of the b vitamins it is but it's it's like a vasodilator yeah is I mean, you, you i know you guys came to this podcast for health and workout tips and yeah. talks of other podcasts. So, David, I don't, I don't know if you got to see it yet, but I wanted to lead with this. And why we didn't think of something like this, I don't know. I'm perusing the news, right? Perusing mm-hmm. the... Uh, oh, yeah. I saw this, too. I knew you would come up with it. The headline, the... This premier bourbon club is opening in East Louisville, not West. Mm-hmm. West is the, uh, how do you say it, the shittiest part of town. No offense to the West End people <laughs> that live there. There's probably some good people that live there, but it's a shithole. Uh, and memberships are $1,200 plus. The lead line's what got me in this. The lead line to this article. Okay. Which made it. A premier bourbon club is about to open near Louisville. And it's incredibly bougie. <laughs> the waiting room of this place, I'll just hit the high notes. The waiting room has a name. It's called the Fermenter. <laughs> and it has its own bar inside. Yeah. The waiting room. Um, apparently, there's other bourbon clubs around, but not a $1,200 plus. 5,200 square foot space. Uh, it's not going to offer beer, vodka, or gin. It's American whiskeys. That's, that's all they're doing. Um, apparently you don't like, uh, you don't have to be a member to go there, but you can't sit Tartar in the main, main place. What'd you say? Tartar dishes, which means like raw meat. Yeah. 17 to $22. Uh, they've got charcuterie boards. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Charcuterie boards. Uh, then like lobster hush puppies and 
Bolognese meatballs uh, and the cocktails are anywhere from 12 to $16. Yeah. I would go there once mostly just to shit on it. Like to laugh. Yeah. But then I got to thinking like, what if I liked it? <laughs> what if I enjoyed that? Atmosphere? I don't think you would. It's like a, I've been to a couple of places that are like bourbon is not fan, not, not fancy, but it's not that kind of fancy, not bougie. Right. I think bourbon is like, you can go to a place that's upscale, like a working man's bourbon. drink, right? You come yeah. home and get a bourbon. Like, yeah, you can because, go to a place that's spiraled into something way out of control. Yeah. Cause it's cool. And, and hip hipsters and, ruin everything. Yeah. Hipsters and Democrats ruin everything. Moving on. Oh, sorry. I just offended David <laughs> twice. You didn't offend me. It's just, just this is not a political podcast. We're apolitical. <laughs> Except for war when beer beer is bipartisan, right? That we right. always say. That's right. I feel like bourbon's definitely a Republican's drink. But who am I to say? I don't give a shit. I'm I'm like when it comes to politics. I'm very selfish. If it don't affect me, I don't care. Like I don't care. I don't watch national politics. I don't give a shit about what's happening anywhere unless it's in my bubble. Some people say that's wrong. Some people say that's not how the world's supposed to be, but it's my world and you're living in it. So <laughs> that's right? true. Does that sound bad? Does that make me sound like an asshole? Uh <laughs> no. So, but like, what? What's the twelve hundred dollars go to to get to sit in the main? Not, obviously, you're probably not getting free drinks. Paying. Yeah. Well, you can't get. I mean, they can't do free drinks for, like, even if you do, even if you go to like a bar, or like a brewery, and join the mug club, you still you're you're what you're paying for is the mug club. So you're paying for like that membership to be able to sit in the place. Which do we is get a weird? Do we get a chair like Norm on Cheers? Yeah. I like, hope so. That's Garrett. And like they put my name, like a director's chair. Like they put your name on the back of it. That, I don't those know. aren't that comfortable to sit in, though. Well, then we make a comfortable one. Comfortable director's chair. I've been looking at chairs, like podcasting chairs. And I want like one of those economic kind that like make you sit up straight. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm trying to sit up straight. Does your chair have a back? Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, you, I, I know. I podcast. It's still, it's it, literally right on the other side of the desk. You have I've a used chair that. without a back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you still have this? I still like to use it, to be honest. Like, when, yeah. especially when I'm doing homework. I don't, it, I don't know. Makes you sit up straight. There's no, com- makes, there's a, no, there's no, helps all the there. answers. Makes me like hunch over. Yeah. I have, anyway. a, I have a good chair that, cause I was, you know, where I still work from home, but it you has like a squeaky. No. Office supplies. Yeah. Like, I like the chair. The chair's comfy, but it's, like, squeaky. Yeah. You need refunds? No. (sighs) You need to get Samson a social security number. I thought about it. I was Googling dog social security numbers and see That's the most democratic thing you can do. Yeah. He is a, I don't know. He's He's actually a libertarian. That's how I feel like that identifies that. Yeah. Um. What, could we have just a regular club, not even like a bougie club, like just a club, just like hey, we're the bourbon guys, 
everybody bring a bottle we'll all take turns drink like you know what i mean like is that i don't think that's legal i mean like do you mean like a under the table thing or like a like a group of friends like we all we take turns like a like a small group from church you know like you've roamed if it's involved if it's a if it's connected to a church then yes you can do anything you want to do I mean, what's it? I can we can get ordained in fifteen minutes online and start our own church. That's no problem. Yeah, the beers and beards congregation. No, I feel like I'm. I'm really not trying to offend people, but if you want to start, it's got to be like a hipster name, like it's like a one word, like the Ascension Church. (laughs) You're gonna get us kicked off the internet. Listen. There ain't no churches listening to this. We're talking about yeah. adult spirits. What maybe there's a closet Baptist listening here? Yeah, you know, they get a little offended. But I don't know if you've been paying attention, but cults are back in vogue now. In Dude, cults are my favorite. Have you? Maybe well, this might be a topic to talk about. All right, go ahead. Off the air. I was just gonna say the the uh, Supreme Court justice whose whose wife tried to steal the election jenny thomas was in a cult in the 80s she's my cousin and there's yeah she westboro baptist no (laughs) speaking of westboro baptist uh did you did you ever see when they tried to uh, um pick at the foo fighters concert and they came out and were singing bg songs to them no (laughs) did you see tom segura they protested his show really yeah like and he donated to some like pride charity in their name that's how you know you made it <laughs> but he, like, when he i was in college grand. they when i was in college they boycott or not boycotted but pro or uh picketed oh, at my, football. At a, yeah because they were like ah they were two losses this year this is unacceptable <laughs> they're going to hell coach is going to hell yeah no I've, I've watched. I forget uh, what it was for, but it was when I definitely when I was in college because I tweeted about it and it shows up on my time hop every year. I watched Waco, the David Koresh one. That's good. Super interesting. I watched the um, the weird one. I can't remember what it was called. It's on. It's on HBO about like the shit. Like the star, uh, some girl from Smallville was in it. Like it, like obscure celebrities were in this. Oh, and um, like it, 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 like on the surface, it wasn't even like religious. It had, it was just about self help and improvement stuff like that. Is it life? What is it called? Life. Uh, but the leader ended up being like a life total, or something like that. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. But. Uh, but he ended up like all the girls were getting like branded with his initials and like nice. it was a uh, I don't know it interests me like how people fall life for that. spring that's the one that Jenny Thomas was in I never heard of that uh, the name of the documentary was the vow and it was about Nexium hmm. which I thought was a some kind of pill for heartburn but. <laughs> It is, uh, but, but the leader Keith Rainier was convicted of sex trafficking and racketeering conspiracy, among other crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Allison Mack, who was like a star on small on the what's that state CW? Yeah, um, she was like the recruiter for all the chicks, and and you had to like give you had to like tell them these things that they could hold over your head, like I beat a homeless man secrets. to death in '93. Yeah. 
And then if you try to get out, it'd be Wait, like, was oh, that 93? <laughs> we're going to, we're going to tell the world about this. <laughs> we're telling yeah, so you. We're, we're so far off track though. Back to the bourbon club. I think maybe it's something we should look into. Uh, it, well, it has to have a cool name. We'll think of it. Oh, uh, we could call it rocks. Rocks. What? Like on the rocks. On the rock, but I don't like it. We'll call it neat. neat. That's that's already taken. Is it? I mean, there's a documentary called Neat, but it's not a club. Call it uh, Neato Mosquito. <laughs> if you have a good name for our bourbon club, tweet us, yeah. Beards Pod, or Instagram us. How do you what do you do on it? You Instagram us, DM. DMs. Slide in our DMs. Slide in the DMs. Yeah. Uh carrying on, on the on the bourbon side of things, and then I'm gonna drink and then turn it over to the beer side of the house. Barge this and this is nothing new. These these stories pop up all the time, but the numbers are what kind of made me weird. Bargetown and the governor tweets about this, like puts it out, like this is a big thing. Bargetown Bourbon unveils a twenty eight million dollar expansion mm-hmm. set to Open up. Are you ready? Yeah. 29 new jobs. Full time. To me, that <laughs> was like anticlimactic. Like, wait, 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 what? What are the So jobs? are they all making $800,000 a year, those new jobs for that expense? Like, or what? what's the new jobs? $15 an hour we rolling barrels? A, like, what? put a clean it. Exactly. The like, expansion. And he made a big deal about all the new expansions in Kentucky, like in 2022. We're talking billions of dollars, David, with a B, billions. Mm-hmm. And but it only added 600 new jobs. Granted, a lot like they employ a lot of people. The whole industry in yeah. Kentucky, but like Frankfurt through the whole Bourbon Trail, a lot of people work at those distilleries, and and I feel like I would have just. But I don't feel like that's something to brag. Like only 600 I left new that jobs. Part out. Yeah, like 29 jobs. Yeah, 29 I jobs. Know. I mean, I feel like a lot of it has to go to like for building, a, yeah. Build like equipment, especially in distilling. The equipment is crazy and the storage. The and... storage, because what is going to, it's going to up there. Like they're going to be able to hold, I think the, I don't even have the article pulled up, 55,000 barrel yeah. total. That's inc- no, increase their capacity by 55,000. So, yeah. So, and if you remember last week, I had Bardstown Bourbon Fusion Series, which was a good bourbon. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's not one. It's <laughs> how am I nice? Like, if you want to like have a f- nice bottle and say you got a sixty dollar bourbon, that's a perfect one to have. Like, it nobody's gonna be mad that like nobody's gonna be like, oh god, what is, what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, is that Town Branch? <laughs> no, no, it's, I mean, it's like perfectly fine bourbon, but it just for 60 bucks, it's not one that I'll, I would buy again. All right. So, uh, this week I've got, this is a, another gift from David that he brought during our, uh, live taste testing show. Uh, and I have one more from him, but I think I'm going to do basil Hayden toast next week. All right. I'm not sure. But before we get to that, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by black Buffalo not to be confused with Buffalo Trace or I don't know, whatever else, Buffalo Bills. Black, Black Buffalo. Black it Beetle. is. 
it does contain nicotine, David. I just want to put that out there. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, but there's a risk with everything. All right. Addiction's a disease. Black Buffalo is made for existing adult tobacco consumers who are at least 21 years old. So if you've are if you're already addicted, I ain't telling you to go try it. I'm saying if you're already addicted, you're looking for a good alternative. This is your jam. It does not contain tobacco leaf or stem. It's base ingredients is i think it's like tea leaves i'm not sure a variety of edible green so you could eat this shit if you wanted to yeah um but edible green leaves that they add food safe ingredients and pharmaceutical grade nicotine for a product that delivers the same experience as traditional smokeless products in the coming weeks i'm going to tell you about my journey through quitting tobacco okay i first of all i'm nervous about it david Nervous? Mama didn't raise no bitch. I ain't no quitter. <laughs> but, and you, when you get older, you'll realize this. Like, uh, what's the old adage? Health is wealth. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'll be 42 this year. Let's just say I'm trying to uh, further my life. And You're I don't trying to think, make it to 50. I, you don't see 70 year olds dipping tobacco. If you do, maybe they just got, maybe they just got started. <laughs> yeah they're like i'm gonna turn over a new leaf no, I'm, i just you know what's worse can happen so this <laughs> i'm gonna document this I'm, i haven't quit yet i, I follow this as i just quit just quit today if you want i don't really don't want to right now yeah but i need to but i just don't want to could be like uh like going to rehab like I really you could be like uncle to, bert yeah. who we're gonna go see in a month who said right. i'm going to rehab next month <laughs> or did you see what he said this week he's like i'm gonna make a life change uh and he's like how long do you think he's talking to uh uh he's talking to um tom and he's out six months he's like oh i was thinking a week <laughs> he's like he's like three months he's like two weeks he's like, i'm gonna quit drinking all. so that's uh, two bears one cave anyway back to the black buffalo it's amazing we have a discount code or we have a link in the show notes 10 percent off uh, if, if you're already a tobacco user and you want to try a little alternative, uh, it's got nicotine, but you can buy stuff that it, the, they offer non-nicotine. They offer pouches. They offer the full, like I, I just ordered two more cans of the, um, wintergreen, the peach. No, no, that's what uh, the, there'll probably be some, that's peach. what the women, that's yeah. what Charlie's, um, uh, friends are taking to Kings Island. <laughs> Don't say uh, that. You're going to kicked off. <laughs> Why? 21 plus. Actually, 22 plus. I was talking about peach. Uh, yeah. Peach schnapps. <laughs> They're not taking peach schnapps either, dickhead. <laughs> Gosh damn. Anyway, link in the description. Save 10%. Blackbuffalo.com. And this week, David. Yeah. So this, this is from you. So you tell me about this. Because I... This is up around. What's the place um, Bellator used to go to up in Hammond Civic Center? Hammond. So th- I yeah. think this is from Hammond. Right. Hammond, Indiana, which is uh, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes outside of Chicago. But I went to this brewery on my way to vacation last year. And to I, but I went to, the lo- to Michigan City. I went to the location in Gary, Indiana. Some of the people that I was with were afraid to go to Gary, Indiana. I guess Gary has a bit of a reputation as a city. I do. But I didn't oh, even know. No, no, no. So I just went because of the, it's a brewery, 18th Street Brewery. 
You're just and, like, fuck, there's a brewery. Can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize that they even had the a distillery. Brewery. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that they had a distillery. Um, the brewery had a distillery? Yeah. So they do. Um, the, the location that we went to was like their second location in Gary. Their an original location is in Hammond, which is, I think, further west. I know you can't see this, but dude, this is some. This has got some good viscosity to it. It's coating the, the glass. Yeah. It's dark too. It's a real yeah. rich, like caramel color. Um, but anyway, I you know was, of course, you know, said I want to try some of the bourbon and and grabbed a bottle. Um, didn't try any there, but then I tried it when I got. How home. much was a bottle? It was like I forty, mean, like four in the forties. Yeah. Dude, it's got a good um, nose on it. It's 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 but it is uh 110 proof. 110 proof, so 55% alcohol. It says aromas, bold and assertive, nutty get... notes, cereal notes, and sweet. Cereal. Is that yeah? Smacks. Damn, that's lucky charms. <laughs> Smacks. We ain't talked about Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's a for the um Patreon. Uh, customers only. Rick, fan. Are you a Ricky Gervais fan? Yeah, dude, I love Ricky Gervais, and the more I dig into Ricky Gervais, the more I just laugh my ass off. Granted, I've watched his stuff. I don't understand British humor that much. Yeah, so I like don't really when he's on TV, like when he's in his shows, I don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. But just <laughs> like when he's doing interviews and talking, he's hilarious. But apparently, uh, never mind. He said he wouldn't have said anything about Jada's hair. Oh. He would have mentioned her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that's what, inbounds. The hair is out of bounds. When he did the Golden Globe Awards, whoa. You've seen that, right? Yeah, I, I've seen where like the just, highlights of it. Where he's yeah. like roasted everybody. And then I got went down a rabbit hole of like him talking shit about Mel Gibson and the Mel Gibson. Like, it's so weird. Chris Rock is like the guy he because Chris Rock has done the Oscars. He's hosted the Oscars before in 2016, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And he talked about Jada mm-hmm. during that. And that's like resurfaced now. And he said, you know, he was talking about how she was uh, not invited the Oscars. Boy, she boycotted the Oscars. Um, like him boycotting what... Rihanna's panties. <laughs> <laughs> we wasn't invited. <laughs> All right, let's get to the bourbon. But yeah. just remember, this is our show. We do what we want. Right. Dude, it smells amazing. And I just can't get over that thickness. That's what she said. <laughs> Make Gary do a spit take with bourbon. Whoa. It is definitely a bold bourbon. It is bold. It's not bad. <laughs> it's just strong. Like it tastes good. Man, I can breathe fire out of this. <laughs> you know when you eat spicy food and it still tastes good even though it's hot? Yeah. Like, you know, so, like some people do spicy just to be spicy. And there's no flavor. Yeah. That's a, that's got an amazing, like now that the, the heat's went down, it tastes really good. Yeah, it's not spicy. No, it's like. All, really. It's more like sweetness. Uh, like, and, like you're on yeah. fire. I wouldn't say spice. I would say. um Heat. Heat. Yeah. Let's go in for another another drink. 
So they also do the, the distillery nose is amazing, there. bro. That's where the I first, think bourbon can be so yeah. deceitful is in the nose. nose. Like, like imagine you smelled. Let's just say you you know you you had a nice freshly baked platter of cookies and they just smell amazing coming out of the oven, and you bite into one and you're like, oh, that's not chocolate chip, that's shit. <laughs> that's that's a bad. Uh... <laughs> that's a bad batch of cookies, bro. But it smells <laughs> so good. <laughs> The old bait <laughs> switch. I was thinking uh, during St. Patrick's Day, I had some Jameson, which I hadn't had in years. And I used I don't to think Jameson. I've ever had Irish whiskey. I don't think I used I ever to think had. it was so strong. And I would be like, like I, you know, would but make it's not that, like, sour taste and everything. And I had some Jameson on St. Patrick's Day. And I'm like, it doesn't really smell good. Like it, it smells like whiskey. It doesn't have like a good, like, you know, that sweetness like, like bourbon does. It, it smells harsh, but then going down, it's it's like nothing. Like I think Jameson is pretty low ABV, but um, yeah, it's I think it's a lot of it's relative too, right? To what you drink. Like if you never drink bourbon and, and you go and you 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 uh drink this hundred and ten proof <laughs> bourbon, even if you do, I mean you do drink bourbon a lot and you're still yeah that it, but I, all jokes aside, that tastes amazing. Yeah. I, I liked it. Awesome yeah. taste. Um, it's actually it, one that it would probably yeah. be righteous at ninety proof. Let's be honest. Yeah, a ninety proof version of that. One of the things too that so in distilleries, they to, you know to lower the proof they add water to it, and I do that sometimes too. If a bourbon is is Ooh, a I little just too hot, immediately for me. drink water. Yeah, and, the, and it tasted like bourbon. Yeah. So also, I will you know, add water. There's no doubt I'm going to do tonight. Right. H2O, baby. What's that mean? Water. Are you the water boy? I'm going to call you the water boy now. Mama said. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. 18th Street Distillery. I don't know if they... I've never seen it in stores anywhere, so good luck finding yeah. it. Um. But it's actually one that I, I bought, and then I tried it, like a couple weeks after I bought it and then it's, I actually kind of forgot about it. And then I, until I was looking to, to see what to bring to you. Um, but I gotta, I gotta jump back in, but that's one that I think either a would be good in a cocktail. If you want like a stiff yes. cocktail. You, yes. I didn't even think about that. Yes. To add a little bit of water to like, if you're, I'm, I add water to my bourbon or the thing I like to add to bourbon, Gary lime seltzer, like the, not hard seltzer, just regular seltzer. Like seltzer I water. Like, yeah, like seltzer water. Like I like a little spritz of lime in my bourbon, but that ginger cuts out the middle, man. Eh, not really. LA. I've had some. I've had ginger ale, like a um, what is it? A um, highball. I don't know. If I've ever ale. had ginger ale by itself. And I've had that, but it's not something. It's not my go-to. But like, it's, you know, I some like people. Good, some people mule, just drink ginger ale. Bourbon mule. Yeah, Kentucky Mule, ginger ale, with uh, some bourbon and some uh, and lime. Yeah, what's That's the a good, good drink? What What's the? We gotta do another co- cocktail show. Yeah, it's what kind of beer they use? Ginger beer. Ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to Black Buffalo. Thanks again for everybody listening. I love you. My taste buds are good. I'm going, David. This is gonna be a good one. That'll get you drunk too. I can just tell it. I can just tell about four pours in, your shirt's coming off. Of the of the eighteenth yeah. street. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Uh 
That's a that's three and a half. Wow, that's three and a half. Wow, at forty bucks, that's worth it too. Because yeah. again, you ain't going to drink a lot of it, right? To get in the mood, it's like the old like. I have a friend who would go into a bar and would look for the highest alcohol beer that he could find for the lowest price. Hey, <laughs> okay. turn on investment. <laughs> you got to get that ROI going, bro. All right, time to drink some beer. So this week, Gary, as in, as we do every week, brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Uh, I got to check in with Adam. I, I know that he's Hi, been Adam. busy. But Remember they, me? I'm the other guy that talks about you. Yeah. They've been... Uh, it's almost time for like this spring and summer beers to come out. So it's patio season and stuff like that. Get you get you a fresh batch of, of Rivalry Brews. 10% off with the code MMA McKinney at RivalryBrews.com. Gary, you know my favorite style of beer? Sour. No. Schwartz beer. Lager. Dark lager. So local brewery. Every week is a different kind of beer you like. That's true. I'm, I'm a fickle fickle gentleman. Um, my, my real favorite style of beer, Schwartz beer though, Schwarzenegger beer, Schwarzenegger, which is a dark German style, dark lager, black lager. And typically in lagers, you don't get a lot of stuff added to them. Usually it's just like, Hey, this is a lager. There you go. Um, this one, the local brewery called Listerman said, Hey, we're going to throw some vanilla in our in a Schwartz beer, so I said okay, I'll try it. First of all, it's got a badass can. Um, on the I don't know if you'd see the can, Gary. It's got like their little still at the bottom. It's like yeah. a homebrew copper still. Pretty cool can. It's like minimalist. Like the color, to be honest, got the gold. They have a their regular Schwartz beer is like the inverse of this. Like the building is white and then the the label's black. Wait, is that white and black or is that gold and black? It's gold and black on the can on the building, but the part of the can that's white oh, I got, I got you, I got is you, black, I got you. and then this is the building is white and gold. Yeah, it's the reverse inverse. Um, but yeah, so I was like, hey, I'll try a, a vanilla Schwartz beer. You don't see those every day. Um, and the, this is didn't they just call you the vanilla gorilla? Yeah, the vanilla Schwartz beer, vanilla. Yeah, that's Brock Lesnar, the He's vanilla, vanilla gorilla. gorilla. From uh, his his college wrestling days, I know like four MMA fighters that call themselves the Vanilla Gorilla. Nick Brashear, who also is a pro wrestler, Isaiah Ferguson. He was guy in Ohio. Yeah, let's look on. Hold on, let's look on Tapology. See how many Vanilla Gorillas there are. First of all, if you're an MMA fan and you don't use Tapology, shameless plug for the site that pays. Oh, there's like at least. A lot. Yeah. There's Christian, the Vanilla Gorilla Eccles. He's one and two from my cousin. Alabama. Yes. Oh, this is a name, Gary, from the old school. Lodun, Lodun Senkade. I think he was on the Ultimate Fighter 1, right? The Vanilla Gorilla. You got Jason, the Vanilla Gorilla Wit. Chase, Vanilla Gorilla Sherman. Nick, Vanilla Gorilla Brashear. He's from Ohio. I don't see... Oh, yeah, Isaiah Vanilla Gorilla Ferguson. I thought his name was Isaiah Taz Ferguson. Or That's that his brother. That's Josh. Oh. Well, anyway, shout out to all the Vanilla Gorillas out there. Shout out to the VGs, baby. 
I feel like you would be a you could be a vanilla gorilla. Gary Vanilla Gorilla Thomas. What would what would your pro wrestling finishing move be? <laughs> the Rikishi stink face. You're not big <laughs> enough for that. I would be the <laughs> I was gonna uh, do like an old school Jake the Snake DDT. Samoan drop. Hogan leg drop. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was watching when he turned uh into NWO. Uh, like in 96 at Bash at the Beach. And he, he turned on uh, Macho Man. He leg dropped him like eight times. <laughs> Did you know that? I was yeah, I really yeah, watching that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only like once. Like, you know, oh, he like comes out and leg drops him. And he had the way that he could like, sus- like suspend himself in air during that leg drop for like just a split second. That's what, that's how he got all the power on it, I think. Well, and, and now he's, doesn't have a back or knees or hips like all that's been replaced <laughs> let me just jump up and land on my ass like from four feet in there crazy anyway um oh we're talking about beer <laughs> okay so the beer vanilla gorilla shorts beer um shorts has a lot of vanilla on the on the nose listamans sounds like a Jewish deli. Go down to Listemans. Is very uh, matzo ball. Very heavy on the vanilla. Almost, almost a little too. Too vanilla. Too vanilla. E for me. Let me tell you about too vanilla. Not it. You, you're a purist in your coffee, right? You don't put any cream or anything in it. I do. I put cream in it sometimes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flexitarian when it comes to coffee. I can drink any. I can drink the sweetest of sweet coffees. I can drink the blackest of black coffees. And you just like coffee. I just like coffee. So at work, I've had the same coffee cup for like 10 years, right? Never washed it's a, it. Uh, yeah, I don't get why people don't wash it. Like, I at least rinse it out. I don't, you know, some people, it'd be all stained from the, like, so it gives it the flavor. What the fuck <laughs> it does? It's like it's a, a uh, what do they call it? A Solera, where you don't, you don't finish your coffee cup, your coffee, and you pour you don't get it all the way to the bottom and then you fill it up. And so it's never fully empty. That sounds gross. <laughs> but so I have this big coffee cup and then I dropped it and broke it. Oh my God. Did it have Homer Simpson on it? I do have a couple Homer Simpson mugs that I don't drink. Out. I don't, I don't use those are, Simpsons those are still in the box. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> but <clears throat> so I went just to our cabinet at work and I pulled out a coffee cup and I poured a cup of coffee and I put the, Normal amount of cream, which I'm, I've been known to be a heavy creamer mm-hmm. and stir it up. I go to drink it. I'm like, what the fuck? This coffee cup about half the size of my coffee cup. And I put <laughs> the original? same amount of cream in there. And I was like, oh my God, bro, it's awful. The week when you, <laughs> I had two people, two different people, one of them being my wife, but the week when you talked about your coffee, like how you, how you make your coffee. <laughs> And people were like, oh, my God, like, Gary's going to have, like, diabetes. like you're going to have diabetes. Oh, all so I use sugar-free sugar, sugar creamer. <laughs> yeah, and, sugar-free. And there's no, there's nothing in whipped cream, so. Hey, y'all drink the coffee out of the way you want it, all right? <laughs> Hit it with a little whipped cream. On the, and, like, regular coffee? I've never heard of, of people putting whipped cream in regular coffee. Did I tell you I've got a... Uh, 
oh shit, what's the little thing called? It looks like a little mixer. Uh, frother. Oh yes, you did say that. <laughs> you should Sorry, froth your bourbon that. one week. Do you like a? You should do like a bourbon latte. That'd be good. That'd be all right. Yeah. You want to do some trivia, Gary? About bourbon? No. So we, you haven't even went to your beer stories yet, bro. Yeah, I said it's. Uh, oh, the stories. Yeah. Uh. We got one that hits close to home. Yeah. Let me do some tri- trivia for you first. And okay. Because we'll your Simpsons made me think of it. All right. Uh, there's seven series that have won multiple primetime Emmy awards for outstanding animated series. How many can you name? How many total? Seven. Oh, seven? Yeah. Uh, let's go with the Flintstones. No, that's not prime primetime Emmy. Oh, prime. There's a primetime Emmy. Yeah. The Simpsons. Yep. Um, King of the Hill. No, that was the one I thought. Um, Futurama. Yep, I did not get that one. Um, Family Guy. Nope, not Family Guy. Really? Yep. Fuck the Smurfs. Family Guy, I don't even think has multiple nominations. Not the Smurfs. <laughs> so uh, I get there's two? a couple. Yeah, there's, there's seven a couple total. that are seven that have won multiple animated, animated primetime Emmy awards, and it goes back to the '60s. Oh, uh, you lost me there. I don't oh, think any of them I, have really. Won I didn't. Have, I didn't. Have, I couldn't watch animation in the, 60s. From the '60s. All right, give me the give me the seven. All right, so number one with eleven is The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. 30 nominations. <laughs> I think pretty much every season. Mm-hmm. Number two with five wins is South Park. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Number three with four wins is Garfield Specials. So oh, so there's going to be some Charlie Brown specials in there too? No. Uh, number And then tied for fourth with two wins. This was the first one that came to my mind after The Simpsons was Bob's Burgers. That show's awful. Uh, I love Bob's Burgers. You would. Futurama, which you got. Rick and Morty has two. Oh, I didn't even think. That's one one of my favorites. (laughs) And then Star Wars Clone Wars. But that was on like Disney. Uh, It must have won recently, right? Is that newer? No. No. There's a lot with like like, uh, 12 nominations, Charlie Brown. Uh, King of the Hill has six nominations, but no wins. Or maybe only one win. SpongeBob has five nominations. And That's then, not like, primetime. That comes on after school. I don't know. It just says multiple. This is according to... Uh, anyway. Fake news. This has been your trivia portion. Cartoon trivia for the night. I've been doing like uh, bar trivia the last few weeks um, in a trivia. And I took the Jeopardy test. Let's can we just establish that? And everybody that listens to this podcast knows, but I think they're afraid to say it. So I want to be the guy that says it. You're just a fucking nerd. I am. We were talking. I talked about this today. I, with, uh, I thought you misspelled a word. I didn't even know what you were talking about when you, you were telling me about this book you're reading. I was like, "What the fuck? That's, Hold on, did he meant to say terror." 
do you, what, what do you so you word? know what the word was how how do you pronounce it terror 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 like <laughs> terror i don't know terroir terroir it's french <laughs> it literally just means tell them about what you're reading there yeah well we're gonna have the guy the author on at some point uh for his rob something rob arnold i think is his yeah, name so i like that's all you i'll be like hey bro what I don't know. I, you don't want me to talk to him. Anyway, the book is called The Terroir of Whiskey. And it just talks about like the environment where the ingredients or the, the yeah, basically the ingre- the mash and everything that's put into it is grown. Say that's why Kentucky and whiskey is so great, bourbon so it great. Talks, I mean, it talks about it because the guy's from Kentucky originally, went to school in Tennessee, and now is a master distiller at a, at a uh, distillery in Texas. TX whiskey, mm. which I'm sure you've seen on the shelves. That sounds TX like bourbon. Um, man, be well, we're going to try some of their bourbon when it's on the. When it gets <laughs> here. He has, like a, he has a master or a PhD in something. something. Mixology. In mixology. <laughs> but bro, I'm, I'm excited kidding, to bro. have him on. I'm kidding. Have you talked to him? Um, yeah. I got the book for free, so I've talked to him. Yeah, well, hey, I'll review your book on our podcast if you give it to me. Yeah, we're a pretty big deal. But anyway, the I was telling you how interesting I thought it was, and then you, I'm, I'm like, then you said, I realized I'm a nerd. In. Yes, I've been trying to read like fiction, like novels and stuff recently. I'm like, this doesn't interest me. <laughs> stuff that interests me, like I like to learn when I. And read. you've never seen Star Wars, right? No. I see your nerd credentials are a little off. I'm not that I, kind of nerd. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. You're like no, you're worse. I'm like I like pro wrestling. Same kind of thing. Oh. I saw a good argument to why somebody said something like JK JK Rowling, one of the most innovative authors of her time with Harry Potter. And this guy's like, No, it's Star Wars. And I was like, What? And so he's like thinking about it, shitty lightsabers. Magic wands, <laughs> orphan child living yeah. with his uncle, his aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, uh, has this weird tint like the the female lead. Like, there's a weird tension, but she's just a friend. She falls for the funny sidekick type guy. That's Hermione and Ron Grant, or whatever his name is. Was well, his name's Ron? Show in the. Movie. In the book, the books, in the books, well, yeah. in the movie, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I was like, "What?" So, yeah, yeah. I was like, mm. "But that hero story is like the archetype so, of so many yeah. books, right?" So, yeah. nothing is really original anymore. So, you know who is not the hero who is pre- thinks they're the hero, Gary <clears throat> Stonebrewery? Yes, I. I try to be friendly to all craft beer because I like craft beer and I like supporting it, but these dudes are douchey. Oh, jinx. <laughs> the, so we've talked about the, you know, the kind of the history of stone brewing and they truly are like a, a, a pioneer in craft beer. Um, and Greg cook, who is the founder and stuff like that. And, and I get all of that. They, you know, they, they were big in the West coast IPAs and whatever stone, brewing in and of itself is is you know needs no introduction to a craft beer fan 
the way that the brewery has acted in the last like five plus years is i just i'm like wondering how they are are thinking that they're gonna garner fans but they so the story starts with them you know they have a, a, a patent trademark on the term stone in brewing right so keystone comes out with you know grab a stone a keystone mm-hmm. beer and they're like oh it's a trademark infringement which which if know, you have a is. trademark you have to defend it like, that's right. part of it like that's part of the rules like you yeah. have to defend it so i get yeah. that that part is is what it is but defending it against like you know we when we first started this podcast they were suing Sawstone brewery yeah. and tiny little brewery in moorhead moorhead kentucky your your hometown and so that's but it just is is i don't know the the whole thing so they they sued molson cores it was miller cores when the when the lawsuit started now it's molson cores because when did that happen when did the lawsuit start i think 2016 or something like that 2017 we're talking six years yeah so anyway and then legal fees gonna be high i know so long story short they so they were asking for like two hundred and some million dollars <laughs> in damages. And, Which, in the scheme of things, wouldn't have been much for them, right? For for Molson Corp, yeah, right. So anyway, they they win, Stone wins, and they get awarded fifty six million dollars, which is a less than which is about a quarter of what they were looking for, and the jury specifically said that the infringement was not committed purposefully and the ruling fell short of the $216 million that they asked for. So basically they said, you guys were such small potatoes that they didn't even realize that they were infringing yeah. on you. They did infringe on your copyright so, or on your trademark. So you get money, but you get a quarter of what you were asking for. Who and Stone is like... conversation with about this? The Stone? Wooden cask. Wooden yeah. cask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just not the right way to go about it, and and they're trying to push. Her. I mean, Stone is Stone is is the little guy also, but then they're trying to push her on the other little guy. Yeah, but they're like the medium sized guy. Yeah, but the the crazy thing about it, Gary. So during the six, how many? However long I forget however long it was, but the time from when the lawsuit started to now, uh, Keystone sold like one point two billion dollars. <laughs> so. It's like, so do they have to change the name? I mean, the name is Keystone. Like, but do they have to change it now? I so they have a trademark for Keystone, right? And Stone has a trademark for Stone. But you're, but just when they said grab a stone, yes, that was the issue. And the and the cans, which I have a can now that just says Stone on the side of it. Like it does, you can't tell that it's Keystone. It just looks like Stone. And they were like, you know, this it, it's a completely different customer. And the crazy thing about it was some of the stuff that uh, Molson Coors came out with, they're like, yeah, you know, our, our customer is like the blue collar person who's probably unemployed <laughs> or like making $30,000 a year. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, this is, cr-. but anyway, I mean, that's all selling them that's craft beer for $9 a glass to these uppity <laughs> hipsters. Exactly. But uh, anyway, that's a, that, that, the like a class, a, a classist argument on your customers <laughs> like but that's how they defended it and they're like hey our our customers came and afford stone so they 
They don't even know who, what it af- is. They can't <laughs> afford a load of gravel for the driveways <laughs> in the trailer park, okay? Like, you cut them a break. Yeah. And then they sell a billion dollars for shit. <laughs> That's a lot of poor people buying beer, bro. I do. <laughs> I mean, so I... um We'll talk about this in the next couple of weeks as I as I do it. But I'm doing a cheap lager blind taste test. And I thought we, you did I thought, it already. We didn't do it yet, so we're gonna do it. But you bought them. I bought them. So I bought all Tall Boys, Gary. Ooh. I found how many? How many? I didn't even buy all the ones that I could have possibly because I'm like I got to cut this off somewhere <laughs> without even trying. Fifteen. Yeah, Sixteen different ones. Without yeah. even trying, like just a couple different places. There you go. None of them are like. There's two that are above four four percent. Like they're all in the four percent range. Two yeah. ones like five point two and one six. Um, I'm not gonna say what they are until after, but uh, I'm excited. Probably the to ones see you sent people... me in the picture. Yeah. Do you remember off the top of your? But I actually added no. one more to it. So. But when are you gonna do it? Just randomly Probably next weekend. Week? Yeah. Cause you got to do them all in the same sitting, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what? Uh, so the goal You're is this, this, like Uncle Mike spoiled us on this blind. And like, I'm gotta, blind taste blind everything. Yeah. Is this cheese or what is this grits? <laughs> Hominy. That that actually was a trivia question at trivia the other night too. Hominy. Hominy is like a little white. I don't know what it is. Corn. White corn. It's corn with the germ and something removed. Basically, corn with the flavor removed. <laughs> it's albino corn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. Well, we had another story, but it wasn't. I realized it was like three weeks old. So. Oh, because we're it. always on top of things. ACDC beer for those about to rock. Like ACDC is basically just a brand now, right? Because Brian Johnson, he's not Kiss. a fan. Like the new Kiss. Yeah. Bond Scott. He's dead. Wasn't there was someone doing the Axel Rose? Axel, yeah, okay, yeah. Who killed it, by the way? Yeah, as the lead singer of ACDC. You all right? Yeah. Do you know what band I forgot about? What? I and they came on one of my playlists. Avenged Sevenfold, or not Avenged Sevenfold? Uh, Velvet Revolver. Yeah, because I was that was like an all star band with Scott Weiland and yeah. I was listening to Avenged Sevenfold, and that came on for some reason. Or you, that that doesn't make sense. I like, uh, <laughs> I was like Velvet Revolver. Avenged Sevenfold's a little aggressive for you. I'm a little shocked. I was just in a mood. I was in a mood. I was in an angsty mood. The next portion of our show is brought to you by our good friends at Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. You get a free month, thirty days, premium Amazon Music. Now listen, full transparency as always, I don't use it, but my wife uses it, loves it. I know many people that use it. I had to cancel my daughter's subscription because she used our code. And then I'm like, what's this charge to Apple or to Amazon? (laughs) And I was like, oh, wait, that's her Amazon. And last night she's like, you took away my Amazon music and I got, I've got Spotify, the free Spotify. Oh my God! That's I was like, oh my God! You, I mean, get a job. How are you? How are you surviving? How, are how you do you see? Yeah, like God forbid you listen to the fucking radio. She has to hear a commercial. Do they? Do they play music on the radio? You anymore? should. I don't know. You should teach her how to wait for a song on the radio and then have to tape it. 
go to get amazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards get that free month use it to listen to audible to listen to your favorite podcast your favorite music whatever it may be it's good for you audio i'll go for david's got he he's got a uh his selection this week is meaningful mine not really mine like so many of our songs that we picked came up on my playlist the other day mm-hmm. and i think the very first song i picked for our playlist was a sturgill simpson song right yep um and then i got into his when i saw him in concert i didn't care for his new stuff but have you ever like revisit something and be like, okay, this isn't that bad? Yeah. Like you don't like that, it initially yeah. and it like, you know, like I do a TV show, all that stuff. Like I don't really like it at first, but I don't know if I gave it a fair shake. So this popped up on my playlist and this is off of uh, the Sound and Fury album, which was like a whole anime. Uh, like you could watch it on Netflix, or like all the songs. Oh, really? Super trippy. You know, Sergio okay. Simpson is a, like, his last album was a full bluegrass album. Yeah. Like, like very. Kind of like blue. how Tyler Childers did, like, a, that wasn't really bluegrass. That was no, he, did, he like, learned how to play the what, the violin or the fiddle or whatever. Yeah. And, like, 10 out of 11 songs on that album are just instrumental. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, side note. Mark your calendars, David, when our uh, good friend of the podcast, Wheeler Walker Jr., comes through, we're going to go see him in concert. You are or we are? We are. Probably going to interview him. When's he coming through? I don't know. His first leg of his tours announced he's not coming anywhere close. No. Like, we'll okay. go see him in Nashville. But uh, can't afford, I can barely afford the one time, the one you trip. You can barely afford the $600 <laughs> night down there. To be fair, hey, guys are, yeah. Right at the Ryman. Right there. Yeah. He's playing the ramen the week before we go there. Oh, we should just go a week early. Stay on there the whole time. Well, that'd just be like, you know, eight, nine thousand dollars. <laughs> but All this right. is Sturgill Simpson off his album Sound and Fury. This is Remember to Breathe. different right yeah he's like the person that he's so talented in the way that he start like he started with a a very distinct style and i feel like he keeps reinventing himself and i'm like i don't want i want you to be 
what you were at the beginning of your career. Like, I like that. And he keeps changing it up. I don't know what to think about that. I'll have to listen to it again on, at your, on your own time. Another a band that's, you know, they kind of have a sound, but then they've, they've changed it up a couple of times. Um, one of my favorite bands. And Same. This, you know, you hear about celebrities passing away and it, and it kind of is what it is. Usually, I mean, I'm not like a celebrity. Like, I don't care about celebrities typically. They, you care, but not like, yeah, it's it doesn't affect, affect me. Yeah, there's been a there's been only a couple, but from a musician standpoint, I don't know that there really is one that's affected me that like, like like this. Tupac. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really young when that happened, and I don't even think I knew. Like, I remember hearing about him dying, but I'm like, I don't know who that is. I was like eight probably when he died. Um, I was pretty bummed. Yeah, but an easy. Yeah, that was even earlier. <laughs> but uh woke up last week. I think it was on Saturday morning. I heard the news that Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters, the drummer from the Foo Fighters, had passed away. And one of my, really one of my favorite bands, I love Dave Grohl. I love everything. And you've seen done. him live. Seen him live. And just such a great concert. And honestly, one of the, like, a, an amazing drummer. I mean, he started out playing with like a Blanis set yep. in the nineties. And, you know, he has some good solos. He's a really impressively trained musician. Like he's a classically trained musician is a really good uh, piano piano was a really good piano player and good looking dude. Always happy. The, the thing that gets a lot of, a lot of people though. And it sounds like he, there might've been some extracurriculars in his, system um but anyway that neither here nor there doesn't matter but uh celebrate the so anyway the on the in the Foo Fighters he's he was a drummer but uh he on a a select few songs um actually sings and this is honestly the first time I ever heard this because I I had listened to this is from um the album Concrete and Gold which is the the album that they were touring on when I um I don't even know if the, if it was officially released yet but anyway I heard this song live before I ever heard it uh recorded and I just fell in love with this song and I play it all the time and it's Foo Fighters without Dave Grohl singing a song called Sunday Rain with Taylor Hawkins on the vocals and um Dave Dave Grohl will play the drums in um in con- in the concert sometimes but on the recording it's Taylor Hawkins drumming too he's drumming and play- and singing like he's uh, uh, what's his name? Phil Collins. Yeah. Or Mark Sunday. Parker. Yeah. He does that too. Yeah. Sunday rain. A little bit of a different sound from the Foo Fighters.
Good song. That's one that you you I don't know if you would you didn't know that that was the Foo Fighters. I don't know. If yeah, if you if that came already like who is that? Like fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But that's how good of a of a I mean he's a really good singer. I mean Dave Grohl basically just screams. He actually Taylor Hawkins could could sing. Yeah. Big loss. Did you read and Dave Grohl's book? I did. The storyteller. Um and he talks about like Taylor Hawkins being like his like musical soulmate. Like yeah. he's like that when I met this dude, I was like, We are mint and they played together for twenty five years, something like that. That's crazy. Um, you gotta think, Dave Grohl was in fucking Nirvana. <laughs> and even before that, he was in uh the band Scream, which is like a heavy metal band. Wasn't he in like a punk like did wasn't he was he in like a punk a, band where yeah. he was afraid he didn't he lied about his age? Yeah, well, that was great. Yeah, they were like a yeah, like a. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were. And he had to get band. like his passport or something. He's like, oh, well, I'm about to get kicked out of the band. <laughs> and he literally drove around the the country and and the thing people don't realize with Nirvana, especially the Dave the Dave Grohl years, is it was like a year, year and a half. Um, and he and he lived with Kurt Cobain the entire time, and they even after they, they got on rich, like one tour. They went on like one tour as as Nirvana with uh with Dave Grohl and, and uh um Kurt Cobain and, and Christmas uh Nova Novoselic. Um and they were just so big that they couldn't tour and also you know Kurt Cobain had his his demons but uh yeah it's amazing that you join a band as a as a drummer and lose the lead singer and then you become the lead singer and your your drummer dies. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy man. It's amazing and, and unfortunately the worst part and I I I don't know that Dave Grohl's ever gonna want to play music again without Taylor Hawkins. Like I don't see him I think Foo Fighters is done. Like Yeah. How like if you're Dave Grohl, like gosh damn. Yeah. Um and they just came out with a movie? Yeah. Like, and such a good dude too. I mean, Dave Grohl is is this like amazing dad and just a really good guy in general and such a just like down to earth humble dude and um yeah i just i mean that they are obviously already canceled all their tour dates but i i just don't see i don't see how dave dave Grohl could continue in in a band called foo fighters without taylor hawkins yeah Foo Fighters means what? Alien Hunters, something like that. Yeah, UFO it's a hunters. yeah. They were it was like a group of like, like a um, like army thing that he like saw it in like a book called like it was like Foo Fighters of like a secret mission or something of of the army that they were hunting UFOs. <laughs> Crazy. He also is way into UFOs. Listen to the song uh, UFOs and astronomy and stuff like that. Listen to the song Sky is a Neighborhood. But if you uh, listen to the dude from Blink 182, not, oh, not uh, uh, Tom. Um, no, yeah, Tom's the singer. Not Tom. Um, shit. It's not Tom. Yeah. It's not Travis. It's the other dude. Uh, and he is weird, bro. Yeah. He's all in on that. <laughs> like that's. You know, you listen to podcasts, like not every Joe Rogan podcast is like, it's not my favorite podcast, but there's definitely people, interesting people I like to listen to. Alien. I was like, oh, this dude. Yeah. Blake, like, what's, what's, I was like, what's the relevance? And he started, they started talking about UF, and I was like, whoa. 
This dude drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. But if you have, did you listen to Joe Rogan, Mr. Beast? No. Listen, you got to. Like that, Mr. Beast story. He's 23, bro. And could be a billionaire. Mark, Mark Hoppus. Yeah. Right? No. What's his name? No. Hey, Mark's the lead singer. Tom is Tom no, DeLong. Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Yeah. yeah. But Mr. Beast could be a billionaire right now. But he literally reinvests and gives all his money away. My uh, little brother, who's like way into YouTube and influencers and stuff like that, he's obsessed with Mr. Beast. Listen. And I'm like, I don't even know who this dude is, but he has like, keep your hand on a car for the longest. And yeah. You win like the car. all these weird, like he recreated Squid Game into a, with all, like 100 people, 100 people, and like the winner got 100. Isn't he had one, like, last person to leave the island wins it. So he talks about buying an island in the Bahamas. <laughs> you know, he's like, some months I'll make six, seven million dollars off YouTube, and I'll have to borrow money the next month. Just for hashtag content. Yeah, like he's, all he cares about is like going viral, and he gives zero shits about money. Which is crazy because he makes so much money. It's kind of like this yeah. podcast. It doesn't, I mean, I feel like making a lot of money doesn't make you good with money or make you care about money, right? Like, he, but his story is like, you know, when he, he started when he was like 13 years old. As an influencer? No, as just making YouTube videos. And he said, oh. you know, by the time he graduated high school, he was make he made enough money to buy a microphone. And then he made enough money to buy a laptop. And then, like, he just kept putting his money back in there. And he's like, he knew there was a point when he got to college. Like, his mom said, you either have to move out and get a job or go to college. So he went to college, but he didn't go. Like, he said, I sat in my car and edited videos. He said, I knew it was, like, make or break. And he said, towards the end of the semester, one video hit, and he made, like, 30 grand. And he was like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm doing. There we go. All in. All in. Those people that, I mean... Truly. The hyper obsessed over uh, whatever it might be, or your Elon Musk, Mr. Beast, whatever. Yeah, like my that's how people become are. successful in things. Is like you have to be upset. Like Dave Grohl talks about literally sitting on his floor, playing, learning to play drums on pillows, and he would play like like drum beats on his teeth. And he's like. Uh, I got to be like 18, 19 years old. And the, and the dentist like, your teeth are all fucked up. And he's like, yeah, because I played drums on my teeth. <laughs> that's how I learned how to play drums. I'm like, whoa, that's With like toothpicks. I don't know how that works. No, he would like chatter his teeth. Like, uh, like keeping the beat and stuff. Or... Yeah. And that's, and he's like, the only other person I met that did that was Kurt Cobain, which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. Know. We're not the, that that hyper creative bunch, but listen, no, we like to put out a podcast. We like to hear ourselves talk. We like to interact with you. And if you made it this far, just know that we love you. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of you could be anywhere in the world right now. But you're at the end of episode <laughs> 94 of the beers and beards podcast. Don't forget. You can leave a like a review, a comment, anything. We're on all the social medias. Uh, we may be having a fancy ass website come soon. I don't know. Yeah, it's live, but it's not ready. It's, for it's a work in progress. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a work in progress. Um, don't forget check out Black Buffalo. The links in the description. Check out Rivalry Brews. Ten percent off. Use code MMA McKinney. 
You can still use our Audible code, audibletrial.com forward slash beards and beards. Also, get your free month of Amazon Music at getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. It's April. We are a mere six weeks away from a monumental milestone in this in our podcasting career. I've only had one other podcast. Uh two other podcasts hit a hundred. And I'm about to have four about podcasts to, with 100. Yeah, within like the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Like that's at least 400 hours of my voice on the internet. But it's actually, in reality, it's way more than that. Yep. So, and your there voice you too. And you definitely have a voice for, no, what is it? You have a face, face for radio. radio. Yeah. Because you can't grow a beard. That's right. Um, so yeah. Mm. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great time. Drink responsibly. Give us a share. Tell your friends about us. Go out, do something big. Big pranks on uh win a car on Mr. Beast. Yeah. Hit up Prank Mr. Everybody. Beast asking for a job. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to do. It's your life. And this Would is you our show. But I'll be you found out that Taylor Hawkins' death was a April Fool's prank. On like March twenty seventh, yeah, I'd be back. Bro, <laughs> That's a little early. <laughs> Y'all using the Mayan calendar? Uh, man. Here's some more Foo Fighters. My favorite song. I love this song. <laughs>